One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Outspoken with White and Jordan. 100% engagement. It's a total disrespect. Download, stand well back, listen. Jim White and Simon Jordan. I don't see that view. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hello and thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily Talk Sports show. Simon returned to the show and explained the reason for his recent absence. We then welcomed Eddie Hearn into the studio. With him and Simon, as you would expect, they clashed in a whole range of topics. We chat about AJ facing Robert Hellenius this weekend, the Conor Ben doping violation, and whether or not TalkSport really has an agenda against Joshua. Well, well, morning, mate. Well, nice to see you. Here he is back in studio. Mr. Simon Jordan, you were hugely missed. Good morning. And yes. I like the stubble. Thank you. Yes, I like I this. I'm is not sure this how a long it Well, it is uh, an attempt at growing a beard. I'm not sure how long it'll last because I think the, the moment the wind blows of any substance, it'll go with that. <laughs> um, how how but, have you been? Um, I've been okay. I've been in the wars a little bit, and I think um, it might be um, appropriate to address that, not because everyone's holding their breath as to the reasons why I haven't been in, but I also think there's a, a, a moderately important message. I'm, I'm recovering from cancer. I've had cancer, um, and I have um, had some quite significant surgery. I've had prostate cancer, um, and um, I had the surgery two weeks ago. Um, it was quite substantial surgery, and it's been quite debilitating. But as you can see, I'm able to come in today. I'm I'm going to be recovering from it for a period of time, so I'm going to take my time to get back into the, the thrust of things, whether it's business or it's media. But the reasons why I bring it up is because I think it's a very important subject, not because I want to have a kumbaya moment and sit there while everyone holds their hands and you know sits, either feels sorry for me or thinks it's a commendable thing that I'm doing by talking about it, but because there is a, a real issue. If someone hadn't spoken to me about being tested. I had no symptoms of prostate cancer and had no reason to believe that I had any particular challenges. But someone very close to me did have challenges. And so I went off and had a very simple blood test, which men of a certain age, and I don't mean in their 50s or in their 60s, I mean men of an age from 30 upwards, need to be looking at a simple blood test called a PSA test. And from that, it produced results that drove me in a direction from about April, May, into the situation of having some quite significant surgery. Um, and so now I'm on the other side of that. I'm, I'm recovering from it. Um, have you got the all clear? I have, the, I have all the margins clear in terms of the surgery without going into too much detail. And the most delightful experience was walking around with the catheter, um, which I can assure you I didn't much enjoy, either having it put in or certainly having it taken out. I can imagine. But if I hadn't have had this surgery, um, I wouldn't be here. And I know that certain Man City fans around the globe might think that's probably a good thing. Um, but notwithstanding that, I just think, look, there's a real issue out there with awareness of this. 
This is one of those cancers. If you're going to have a cancer, I suppose, the, the mentality that was told to me was, this is the one to have. But if you don't address it in the way that you need to by a simple test, you will find yourself in a situation where one in eight men, one in eight white men, um, will get prostate cancer. And here's an even more glaringly stark statistic. One in four black men will get prostate cancer. And it's a really, really, really simple way of addressing it and the earlier you get it I was fortunate I had a brilliant surgeon the reason why I'm here today is I have a hospital appointment and I thought I'd combine the two and of course couldn't miss the opportunity to see old snake oil salesman Eddie Hearn Um, but I think it's an important message Jim and I just wanted to impart it not to as I say have a kumbaya moment because you know it is I'm sitting here I've got six holes in my stomach and still peeing a little bit of blood but notwithstanding that I'm here and about and it's one of those situations where if you don't, if men don't take it seriously, people are losing their lives over it, and it's really, really avoidable. Oh, Simon. Anyway, off my soapbox. Well, obviously... Nice I to be d- back. Who can we assassinate? What, what I can tell to all the listeners and everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook, good morning to all of you. So the man is back. And, of course, Simon, uh, I knew to an extent yep. what was going on, and I have known for quite a period of time now. What, what, what drove you to go and get tested? What was the moment... Um, someone, very, someone very close to me was diagnosed with something very similar. And, and they said to me, you need to just go and check yourself. So I went to my doctors and my doctor said, yeah, OK, I don't think so. You know, I, I know there's a lot of stigma. You know, what would you rather die of, embarrassment of this particular ailment? You know, men have got this idea of what gets fingers put in certain places and so on and so forth. But the bottom line is, is I'm here and I'm talking about it because I think it's a really important message and there's lots of people out there that have had this situation. You know, I saw, I see people like Ray Winston running around being ambassadorial for Prostate Cancer UK, which is a great thing. And people that I know that have had it. And I was speaking to someone who was walking through the train station. Yeah. Told me he's had it recently. But it's one of those that it's, um, it, it's something you need to attend to. And it's something that men shouldn't ignore. I'm not going to be all pious and sort of, sort of get into the territory. No, no, I'm, no, a reco- no. I'm not a victim. I'm not recovering, per, you know, in terms of, you know, I need somebody to, ha- to go to, to a group session and talk to about it. But men do need to pay attention to this. And if you hadn't gone and get tested, yeah, I would have been, you wouldn't trouble. be here. No, I'd be, I'd be in real trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I didn't enjoy the surgery and I didn't enjoy the experience. I had a brilliant surgeon, by the way, Ben Shalakom. Absolute top, 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 top drop. Where was this? Here in London, obviously. This was here in London, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all things being equal, well, I'm, I'm pleased. I've got some way to go. I've got to recover for a bit and I've also got to have a series of tests going forward. But two weeks ago, I was, two weeks ago yesterday, I had surgery. Anyway. Two weeks ago yesterday. Yeah, two weeks ago yesterday. Oh, man. Well, you're looking well. Thank you. You uh, can't pull you're looking well. Um, you'll probably have to mind how you go in here, yeah, no I doubt. I think so, yeah. Um, I haven't noticed you're walking awkwardly. You, you, you're looking good and you're sounding good. As you might imagine, Simon, uh, have a glance at that in front of you. Yeah, well, it's a powerful the me- tool. The, me messages, the messages, honestly, are off the charts coming in. Um, Simon Jordan. Don't you dare desert us on this show. Get better soon. Um, so good to hear from you this morning. Many, many messages coming in for you, Simon. Such is the esteem in which you are held. Um, Carolyn, a big Arsenal fan. Carolyn, you, you contribute a lot. I notice your tweets come in a lot. Wishing you a speedy recovery. So glad you are back. Take but listen, care. But, but also, Jim, listen, this is not a private health insurance uh, situation either. The person that was in my life that had the uh, initial problem that alerted you to me it went through the National Health, and they were brilliant. And yeah. he had the same surgery uh, to the same level with the same response time that I may have had. 
you know, in terms of I may have gone through the private sector, but that's irrelevant. He went through the national health. So this is not a case of, oh, I'm in a privileged position because I've got a few quid and I can go through the private health sector. The national health service is, is equally as brilliant as well. Sure, sure. Uh, Simon, the, it's it's a timely moment for me to, to tell everybody this. One in eight men will get prostate cancer. Yeah, one in eight white men. Yeah, one in Prostate four cancer, men. yeah. Prostate cancer is not always life-threatening, but when it is, the earlier you catch it, the more likely it is to be cured, which is exactly the point the man to my right has been saying here. For more information, or if you're listening to this and you want more help on this topic, then head to prostatecanceruk.org. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. I hope you're feeling ready because a man opposite has arrived in the scene again and it's the chairman of Matchroom Sport and he's Eddie Hearn. Eddie, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. And, uh, you know, just heard Simon's news there listening to the radio and uh, hope, uh, wish a speedy recovery, genuinely. And, Thank you, mate. Uh, and, and well done. Yeah, Hearn. absolutely. No, well done for that. Um, actually, funnily enough, I won't go on too much about it, but my old man is a massive advocate. He will get himself tested for everything. Really? Everything. He's one of them. Go and do this. Go and get your heart done. Go and get your liver done. Go and get, you know, and it, it's right. You get, if you have the opportunity right. to, can save your life. So best wishes, mate, and speedy Thank recovery. You, mate. Good. Okay. No. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Eddie, uh, yeah, good words. And yeah. many people uh, are agreeing with you uh, with that, with Simon. Um, Eddie. Robert Hellenius will fight Anthony Joshua on Saturday night here in London. How did you arrive at him? Um, I mean, firstly, obviously, received the news. Um, I was on the East Coast time. Uh, the official news come in. The first we heard about it was around one o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and got the news that Dillian White had had, uh, had adverse finding in his VADA test. Couldn't believe it. I mean, it was like deja vu all over again and total <laughs> shock. Um, and then from there, you have to go to work. You know, the first thing you have to do, and we didn't get an opportunity to do it till the morning, was to speak to Anthony Joshua. I wasn't sure whether he'd want to fight. What I got was someone that was desperate to fight. And, and not just saying it, but this has been one of the best camps he's had in his career. He's been working so well with Derek James. His sparring's been fantastic. And he just said to me, who can I fight? And from there, you go out and you go into the Wild West of who wants it, who doesn't want it, who's trying to get some exposure, who's trying to make a fortune. And, you know, we wanted someone who could prepare him for Deontay Wilder. We wanted someone who was credible. We wanted someone that would come to fight. We wanted someone that we could do a deal with at pace. And that's important when you've got six days to go uh, to the fight. And we got to Robert Hellenius, who, you know, we know has had some big wins in America. Got chinned by Wilder, but came to fight. And that's why he got chinned. And I don't think it's a disgrace to get knocked out like that. But most importantly, was in shape, boxed on Saturday, got a stoppage victory. And well, this was it. I mean, I was looking at it earlier, Eddie, and the very fact that he did fight, and it looks like some brick wall. Mm. I mean, it was in a castle, actually. Yeah, in a in castle, a, yeah. was it? I mean, it's not exactly Billy Big Time, is it? And this no, was but, days ago. Yeah. So, yet again, people are thinking, oh, this guy fought just days ago. Yeah, it's a good thing because that was his little sort of warm up fight where he just literally comes out and gets a win after the Deontay Wilder fight on pay per view. He had two good wins on Fox in America. I think one was on pay per view as well. Um, he's a decent fighter. Beat Derek Chisora, lost to Dillian White on, on points. Mm. You know, he's a he's a he's a credible guy. Six foot nine, can punch a bit as well. And I think it's a good test for AJ to see where he's at after the Franklin bout. Is he as good as you could get? Is basically is that what you're saying? I think within the time frame, within the you know the 
the deals that were available. And, you know, you, you, sometimes you get told Andy Ruiz wanted it. And, Did know, he come in at the conversation? No, no, he put a tweet out on social media, never contacted us uh, or the teams or the management team. But also you're talking about a guy who wants probably, I don't know, 10 million, whatever it is, to fight AJ. He's not going to get on a plane on Monday or Tuesday and go through that process. We also understand the whole pay-per-view argument. We have done, and we are, taking the fight off pay-per-view. The financial difference for Joshua in this fight is astounding, but he wants to fight. And you know, in terms of non-pay-per-view cards, I think this is probably one of the strongest we've ever done. Okay. Chisora against Washington, Hergovic against Dempsey McKean, Johnny Fisher in his first title fight. No one can moan about that. But we're in a situation where, unfortunately, we have to deal with it. We all wanted to see the Dillian White fight. But at the same time, Anthony Joshua says, I've trained for 12 weeks. I want to fight Deontay Wilder next, and I want to fight on Saturday. Well, Eddie, to be fair, Simon, you you actually were expressing some sympathy, if you like, for Eddie and the predicament he found himself in. I was expressing some sympathy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not easy, is it? I mean, I'm. I, Eddie tells us that the results, the, the information that he got was on the Saturday. I'd be curious to know when the tests were actually taken, and if that is indeed the fact, then those are the facts, and it puts him in a cleft position, doesn't it? I mean, there's other people out there like Martin Bacoli that you could have spoken to and perhaps had a conversation with about whoever, whoever he puts in in this situation, someone, somewhere, some segment of people are going to turn around and say, that's not good enough. The challenge is, is what do you do? Is Hellenius someone that I would expect Anthony Joshua to deal with? Yes, I would. Is the challenge putting him into a fight of someone that's that he hasn't prepared for? We are watching the rebuilding of Anthony Joshua. Irrespective of whether I think certain things about Anthony Joshua, mm. he does need an element of rehabilitation to get him to a point where he can go into the top table with the top guys. Whether that's Deontay Wilder, whether it's Tyson Fury, Anthony, or, or whether it's Alexander Usyk again at some point. And it's not unreasonable for him to have had this fight with Dylan White. It's a proper good fight, that one. I think most people saw it in, in its merits and how it got, and I didn't like the idea of ridiculous things like rematch clauses in there, but we got there in the end. But I think it's unfair, and I'm quite happy to have a go at him, but I think it's unfair to turn around to him now and say, well, you know, whatever you put... I didn't, I didn't like the idea it was Chisora. I don't think Hellenius... I think Hellenius is at the back end of his career, and it's cannon fodder. But notwithstanding that, it's... He could, have, he could have perhaps delayed the fight, could have pushed it back a couple of weeks. That might be an argument yeah. that people could it, have made. It's, it's difficult to do that when, you, when you've trained for 12 weeks to break camp and then... You know, the other option, honestly, was to fight in October, November. When you've trained for 12 weeks and then after that come down, you have three or four weeks off, then you go back and you do another eight or nine weeks. We want to fight Deontay Wilder. We know December's unlikely, but we're still being told... Yeah. And we were told as recently That's as two days ago yeah. or three days ago, whenever it was, yeah. you will be fighting. And and he wants. And if he doesn't take this fight on Saturday, he won't fight Wilder mm. in December or January. Because he'll about, end up fighting October or November. What fans already? And many, many listening this morning. Say I've got my heart set and I bought a ticket. I want to go and see Joshua White. So it's not happening. And I don't fancy Joshua Hellenius. What happens? Well, I think you haven't done your research, Jim. You go get on. a refund. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, absolutely. I would, yeah. you know, we, we so do you this expect every a time. lot of people coming to you. Uh, for a I think it's a great heavyweight night. I think if you, you know, if you don't feel like you're getting value, you can get a refund. It's yeah. very simple. We, we have a very standard procedure, and we're fair to all customers. I think it's a great heavyweight night. I think it's a good heavyweight fight. I think it's a great undercard. But we also understand it's not what you bought a ticket for. Mm. So if you want a refund and you don't want a great heavyweight night on Saturday, you can get one. So and, and also at the same time. It's not on pay-per-view. It's part of your design subscription. I think there's a lot of people, you know, that we know the pay-per-view argument, but it's designed to generate the revenue to make bigger fights. That's unfortunately the way the system works. It's not. 
But, you know, we can't be fairer than that. Ultimately, it's something that happened that was out of my control, out of AJ's control, and we have to deal with the circumstances. Mm. And I think in the circumstances, we've acted swiftly. Don't forget as well, there's 10, well, more than 10, there's 16 other fighters on the card who have trained for 12 weeks. Fighters only get paid when they fight. You know, you've got fighters like, even the younger, the younger lot who aren't even on the main broadcast. You've got George Liddard, you've got Campbell Hatton, you've got Maisie Rose. These guys have trained for 12 weeks. They only get paid if they fight. They're, they're the ones that are contacting me faster than anybody on Monday. Saying, so Please keep I mean, people are making noises about Hugovic fighting him. First of all, he's not prepared for Hugovic, and Hugovic is the mandatory IBF. Right? He's going to beat Dempsey McKean, so he's not going to go in against um, Anthony Joshua and give up the opportunity to be the next cab off the rank against Alexander Usyk. And also, he's had a 12-week camp for a southpaw. You so, go. you know, so it's not, it's got, not as got, easy. You've got, got, got to be fair. Yeah, and I think, I think, you know, there'll always be Twitter moans, but I think in general, most people go, fair enough, good night, let's get on with it. And let's see AJ put what I believe, and not just Jet saying this, I think he's in the best I've seen him physically, mentally, and I was di- so that's why I was so disappointed because I think either way you're going to get a great performance, but right. he must box on Saturday. The thing is, Eddie, this is deja vu all over again, as you rightly said. You didn't pull Ben Eubank straight away, and you faced criticism for that when when Ben failed a couple of tests. But you pulled this one straight away. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? Well, I think there's quite a few differences. I mean, firstly, the tests, the results, the substances were very different. Um, secondly. The conversations between the teams were different. Don't forget, that was a co-promotion, the Ben Eubank fight. This was a, a pure matchroom promotion. When we spoke to Wasserman and the team, they wanted to investigate the situation further. There was a lot of cloud over the fact that the board don't recognise Varda because they've done it previously. And Eubank's team said, after taking medical advice, they were willing to proceed with the bout, subject to what the British Boxing Board of, of Control have to say. In this instance, AJ and his team looked at the results wanted to terminate the contract immediately. We had one week to go. And I will say, hands up, we learned a lot last time. You know, it was a fresh situation that we had to deal with in terms of sanctioning and also who governs what in terms of testing agencies. But to be fair, Eddie, I mean, look, I mean, I understand your position, but that's not strictly true because the rule was in place and you knew it was in place. And you argued with me last time emphatically. And where I will concede your point that you made last time is about your inability to stop this fight because we and you and I debated the fight with Conor Ben and I said you could have stopped it and you said I couldn't have stopped it I needed the British Boxing Board of Control to stop it I needed their sanctioning or non-sanctioning to put me in that position and then of course that I argued about the fact you have a representation agreement you said you don't so I need the bout agreement to be stopped right but you took 48 hours to do it and and you've got your partner in the fight your fight partner in Cali Sowland on the day after the fact that you guys have been announced, you were told on the Tuesday evening, according to Robert Smith, October the 4th, this fight is going to be pulled by us. We're not going to sanction him. When, Wednesday morning. No, he told... Well, then he's a liar. Then well, he absolutely. Right? If okay, he's told but, you that, then he is But lying. he's told me that, yeah, and that's yeah, indelible. Then he's lying. Right? So he's saying on October the 4th, he told you guys. So then between, between then, well, or the 48 hours, or the 36 hours, your fight partner told everybody in the world that you and he and all the parties were looking at other options. You didn't say it. He said it. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's not, so he's either not talking correctly about what you did and didn't do, but it was a 36-hour gap. In this instance, your boy, Frank Smith, had a conversation with Robert Smith on Friday, and they pulled the fight instantaneously. Friday what, sorry? This Friday, just gone. No, he didn't. Well, according to Robert Smith, he did. So you, you had a conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's clear up a few things. 
because you're waffling some... No, I'm not waffling. No, no, you are. No, no, because no. you're talking like it's fact. You have to listen to what I say. But I'm telling you the facts no, no. that I've so been you're told. Telling me, your version okay, of you're telling me, I mean, you can clear this up after. Yeah. Robert Smith told you that he had a conversation with Frank Smith yep, to cancel on the fight. Friday, just gone. Correct. Okay. The first knowledge that we had of this situation was on Saturday okay. in the early hours of the morning. Take that so Robert, Robert Smith, Smith take it up with is a, British boxing board a complete liar. If, if, And these are the things, Eddie, that I think that you need to be no, careful of. No, but I think you need to be careful because no, you come out with what no, you state as facts. What actually Eddie, aren't. Eddie, Eddie, it's, no, very, that, it's very simple. Right? No, but you, you walk around. I spoke to him. It's, it's I spoke very to you. simple, Eddie. You're a journalist. There is a, I'm not a journalist. Yes, you are. You're a no, disc jockey. No, you I, spoke I, 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 you said that, Eddie. <laughs> you are. Eddie, you, Eddie, can't, you can't wander Eddie, around the industry and going, oh, I was speaking to the chairman of the British Boxing And you're your dad's son, whose business you inherited, right? So we can all throw around some comments, right? Let's wait. I want to address that. I want to address that. One second. No, no. I want to address that. One second. No, I haven't. I hadn't finished. Because now you're talking about my father. You're talking about what I've inherited. And I'll say one thing now. You've got this B in your bonnet. I, I don't, don't know what it is. I don't. You brought it up on Twitter the other day. I don't. You just brought it up again there. Because you I think you inherited your daddy's because, business. Because now let's get one thing right. You have done very well. Yes. And so have I. Yeah. This is what you did. You took a company, startup, to yes, different what to you. you say. Yep. Totally different. Different to you. We all play the hands we're dealt. We do okay. indeed. You took a startup company. We do indeed. To what you say was a hundred million company lost a lot don't worry no you right? don't you don't know hold that on, let me don't, don't, don't redirect into silly conversations we're talking, i took hold on because i'm giving each other a pat on the back no, hang on we're talking about the consequences of a situation that's manifested itself you took whether it was 48 hours you took 30 i'm going back you took to the 30 you took 36 no, no, no. hours and you're the hold one on. that makes hold it well let's get back on track let's get back on track though i want to finish it i think i think people listening want to know what happened regards to fight okay this is better of what okay. you two, okay. how, how you two have got to where you got to or wherever okay. All I did. was doing was... Here's you, the thing. you were correcting my view. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, no, no. I want to ask him. you this. Was, it wasn't a view. Go on. Oh, fine. Get him, get him on the phone. Happy to. Get him on. Well, we can get Robert Smith on the phone. I'm not well, calling. I, 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 well, I, I, because I don't see how the I don't need to. Hang on. I can play the audio from the interview that he did. When? So I don't need to He did an interview with me uh, in March of this year. It's no, a no, fact. You're talking about it's the Dillian White situation. And in this conversation... You're telling you, he, you spoke to okay. him this week. He apparently had a conversation Eddie. with us Eddie. before we even knew did about it. Take, it. Did it take you 36 hours? I say 48 hours to cancel the Ben Eubank fight. We, we did it take you 36 hours or 48 hours? Because it definitely took you... Less than 24. It definitely took you 36. No, from their decision... But you didn't cancel it until, until Thursday evening. No, we and didn't. You, we had a press conference on Thursday afternoon right. where it was already cancelled. It was announced. So get, so get your facts So maybe 32 right. hours in. Get your facts Maybe 32 right. hours no, in. The, the fact that the matter is already. What we will do is take it. And you know you are. No. You're lying, Eddie. You're lying, Eddie. You just misrepresent, Eddie. Stay and calm. And Stay calm. Listen, you're going calm. red again. Listen. I'm not going red. You are. The blood, the blood pressure is out of control. You've got in this, calm In this show. instance. Listen. In this instance, you cancel it promptly. So yes. well done you. Thank you. Well, you you don't, you well done you. But you, you, but you know what? Here's the thing you couldn't do. Not even you in your most brazen snake oil salesman guys could get away with delaying this particular one. No, we didn't. No, we, yes, we you learned. did. No, we didn't. Cully Sowland, who's your business partner. Oh, hang on, hang on. No, it's yeah. a fact, Eddie. But it all started so done. well as well, didn't it? started so well. spoke on your behalf saying that all parties sat around considering all options. Correct. 
So that means... That was. ...considering all options. So when the British Boxing Board of Control, who have the authority, which you said they didn't have in the last interview that we discussed... Which we and they, and they And they subsequently found out they did. And as a blue-chip promoter, I would have thought that you knew it. I did know it, but you didn't. But uh, by the way, if you don't know ten times as much as me... What the hell have you been doing all your life? Because you bloody well should do. But the point well, is, you sat and you, you sat in this. You sat. You know nothing. By, and, and the reality, by, by the nature of what suits numbers. you, we found out. But it's Wednesday not true, Eddie. Morning. It's not true, Eddie, Thursday. is it? Yes, it is true. And you didn't because stop you, the fight until thirty-six hours later. The listeners are waiting for this, this, but I've got Everyone to jump in, guys. I've got to jump in at this stage. Whose face is redder than whose is, irrespective of that? We're back after this. Well, well, well. It's flying along in here and, as always, in the commercial breaks as well. Uh, Eddie Hearn in studio with myself and Simon Jordan. We're talking about the um, situation that Eddie found himself in when uh, he had to think on his feet, basically, and decide what to do when it came about that uh, Dillian White, there had been some adverse analytical findings in a WADA drugs test. That was the end of Dillian going into the ring with uh, Anthony Joshua this weekend. And now we know that the man who will go in with him is Robert Hellenius. Now, Eddie and Simon are arguing vehemently here about who knew what when. That's fair to say. So in the last few minutes, we spoke to Robert Smith of the British Boxing Board of Control. And I'm just hearing at this stage that Frank Smith, who works for you at Matchroom, mm-hmm. was notified of uh, the Dillian White adverse analytical findings in the drugs test, was notified of this news on Saturday. Everybody was. On Saturday. Thank you. So... We can, so, we can move back and apologise. Yes, but Robert yeah, Smith doesn't can, want okay. to come no, on. Fine. What, I so, say, what I would say is Simon, this. what I would say no, is no, this, no, and no, I'll jump fine. in here. Because I would say something. I'm, you, I'm you, happy to accept that. Was no, your information that um, no, Frank no, Smith found out Friday? Correct, it was. Right. And, no, all I'm... Correct. And, all and, I'm Robert, saying, and Robert's now text me saying okay. Saturday morning. Okay. But that's not what he said. Okay. Just so we're clear. Just so you know, not everything you say is factual. Okay? I didn't say it was. So... I'm Apology a, accepted. I'm advancing a position it's okay. based it's upon okay. substance. It's okay. I'm based, no, but it's I'm, the way I'm, you deliver it. But you over there, Frank Smith spoke Eddie, to him on Friday. You know. Eddie, no, that's no, irrelevant. Sorry, it's fine. Sorry, it's fine. Sorry, it's fine. Hang on. It's sorry, it's fine. Right, you got it. We've got it. It's fine. You were right, Eddie. Here's the point. You were right, Eddie. At the end of the conversation. You were right, Eddie. Sorry, it's fine. Eddie. No, but it's fine. At the end of the conversation. But it's fine. It's okay. The, the, actual, the actual analysis was that you guys acted promptly. No, no. What you tried to do. No, what you tried to do. I think we're still talking over each other. The bottom line is we now know. We now know. The previous chapter was incorrect. I accept the apology. Let's move on. Okay, so we'll move on. I need to make this point, Jim. The observation was very clear. Sorry. Whether it was Friday or Saturday. I haven't Sorry. finished, Eddie. It's not I your show. I don't care if you finish. It's not your, f- I don't not your care. show. You're a guest. You're glad I'm on. Because no, no, last I, time I gave you your biggest numbers. I couldn't care less you if you're on, Eddie. Because that's how you get rewarded. Eddie, stop being childish. For, I'm not going to get let's you're, fo- you're losing the plot. You're going a little bit silly. Beat that audience the other day. Let's focus, isn't it? Let's focus on the subject matter. Why who? You got beaten, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie let's focus on the subject matter. What you did, whether it was Friday or Saturday, Simon. you a- Eddie, but Eddie, Eddie you acted promptly. Thank you. Right, but, but you didn't act promptly the last no, time. No, correct. We right. learned from that. That was it. Then. But what I will right, say so we is, agreed on that. last so time we agreed you said them. you still did this. You spoke to him Friday. We know we didn't. We got it Saturday. We cancelled it on. You Saturday. acted promptly. Yes, we learned. Eddie, eleven twenty-six. We'll get another break. We'll head to another break. We'll head to another break. I said you went early. Guys, what I can't fool. You went early. I'm giving you more credit. There's no point. You went earlier. About time. There's so no I'm point. About time. Simon, Eddie, there's no, there, there is no point. Silly. Look, I mean, somebody, somebody's let, saying a let, charity fight, that'll get them sorted. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Eddie, Apology accepted. adverse Go. analytical findings 
What more can you tell us about this? And where's White's head at the moment? Well, I don't represent... Firstly, I don't represent Dillian, so I can't talk on his behalf. What I can say is I'm surprised. I'm in shock. He's had this VADA testing. He's employed it, you know, with with meticulously over his career. Um, I had an email from his team as early as this morning to say, obviously, there's a strict confidentiality on his behalf, not on my behalf. And he's got a big fight on his hands. A big fight on his hands. Um of which, you know, we'll, we'll let him go through that process and, and see how it, it uh, pursues. But I was in big shock. And um, as I said, on Saturday, when we found out about it, I was, I was definitely surprised. And he's got a tough road ahead. Yeah. When did they have the uh, tests, out of curiosity? Um, again, I can't disclose that. What's but that? Why? Because it's a confidential for Dillian White. On what basis? There's a confidentiality. The, the test is confidential? It, yes, it is. To, right. uh, that can come out. Who, but did, can, who, who they were testing? Vada. Nothing to do with drug-free sports and no. that stuff no. that's going on there, which we'll talk to you about in a no, minute. nothing to do. No? Drug-free okay. sport are another credible agency well, I know they used are. by, I think, the NBA no, or the are. NFL. I know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, who they come, come as a shock to you, Eddie, because you're trying to put the fight together. But absolutely. again, the sport of boxing, the name of boxing is in the gutter, isn't yeah, it? it's not good. It's not good. I mean, the good news is is that if someone does have illegal substances in their body... They're getting discovered. You want to... Yeah. You want that to, 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 come to, the to be discovered. Are you, are you a big fan of strict liability? Uh, yes, and, and I think I, I am, but I also am a believer that an athlete needs an opportunity to explain themselves. Of course, but as, a, prin- the, as a principle, I, I do you're also a big fan have an issue. In strict liability. Yeah, I think I think that you have a responsibility as an athlete. I also don't feel. I think it's very harsh for an athlete to be. Um, to have their career and their livelihood taken away from them, if in fact. They are innocent. Of course. In, in a respect of contaminants. But the principle of strict that, liability you believe in? Uh, yes. I think ultimately, and in this instance as well, you know, although all situations are different, we get to a stage one week out. And I don't, I can't, I don't know Dillian White necessarily well enough. I haven't looked into the science enough. I would like to think that he's innocent because I don't like the fact that he would have tried to gain an advantage in this fight, but also we can't ignore the situation. And I always said that in a Conor, Conor Ben situation. We can't. I agree, we can't ignore it. I. But you sought to. No, no, we didn't sort to. We gave the responsibility to the British Boxing Board of Control. We've, we've been we've but been in this conversation a hundred times. No, subsequently. Yeah, yeah. You're, but, you're, you're seeking on the Conor Ben situation, and you're on record talking about the reality of he's being cleared. Uh, I've let Conor Ben. Go through the processes it's not that your he's gift been required to, to do. It's his choice, okay. isn't it? But you, 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 I, you're on record. You said it the other day I, that he's cleared himself. And given the fact you believe in strict liability, he hasn't cleared himself because he's gone through VADA. They don't have a strict liability code attached to it. And he also and hasn't gone through the processes of doing anything other than having the issue turn on jurisdiction. No. Which you no, said the other day actually, wasn't the case. Correct, actually incorrect. And, and certainly, okay. that, that's actually incorrect. You, you'll so find were you, were you at hearing? Uh, no, I wasn't at the so hearing. So how do you so know it's incorrect? Because I know, having spoken to his lawyers and being part of the team, right. what happened at that hearing. But let me just reverse a little bit, okay? Conor Ben went through the appropriate party... WBC, on a clean boxing programme okay, test, right. yeah? and was deemed of any wrongdoing and reinstated into the rankings. No, that's okay? not true. It, if you read the report... I've read the report. Okay, it was actually, okay? No, he wasn't. But they what, they what, believed what, what, that he no, didn't... No, what okay. they gave him was a defence. What, yeah. his, what his 270-page report mm. gave them was a reasons why he should be ex- he should be cleared, which was basically contamination of equipment. Actually not, because that wasn't included in the 270-page uh, document. The 270-page document 
had observations about contamination in Vardas testing. Not uh, nothing to do with the results of the WBC findings. Actually, the, uh, correct. The okay, WBC, we'll jump the WBC findings okay. were based upon their own science. We, we do need okay, to take another break. From the, oh, you're going to break. We're, we're, we need to. It's a commercial radio station, Eddie. Apologies. I mean, people want to stay with it. I get it. Jim White, stop Who jumping in. I've got to jump right in. Now. We have to, Eddie. Good point. Um, when we get to it, we're going to talk about AJ. And I think, as if this isn't confrontationally enough, I know that it's your belief, I think, Eddie, that you, you feel, and it's Joshua's belief, certainly, that there's something of an agenda against AJ, maybe in this place, maybe here at TalkSport, with a variety of people. We'll talk about that shortly. Your 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, you probably, you could probably, they're still at it in here. You could probably see in the, the this morning's newspapers. I mean, I'll hold up one, the Times, and they're at it again. Was it Hearn he- Jordan last time? Or was that Jordan, a reflection of the first victory? Mate. Jordan Hearn. Um, I, I don't know, but th- that's me really. in the middle. Now, m- many people should be feeling sympathy for me this morning because I'm in the middle of this again. Uh, what I would say, guys, before we, we crack on, Eddie, Simon, and I know you're both trying to get your points over, but when, what many people are, are saying, Eddie, when Simon's making a point, try not to shout over him. And Simon, and when Eddie's making a point, try not to, <laughs> try not to shout over him. Well, and then we might hear... Fibs. What, 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 oh, mate, honestly. They've already been found out this morning. See what I'm up against, ladies and gentlemen. I got found out. What we are doing here this morning is talking about the background to Dillian White being pulled from the AJ fight this weekend because White returned adverse analytical findings in a WADA drug test. These two are talking about the timing of it, who knew what when. Now, the bottom line is this. Eddie, to be fair to you, you've moved quickly and you've got a replacement that you think is a credible replacement. In comes Robert Hellenius. The fight goes on Saturday night. No Dillian White. He's wondering if he's got a career at all. And Hellenius goes in against Anthony Joshua. But let's go down this route now about Anthony Joshua. Are the AJ Cam Eddie too precious when it comes to criticism? Or is that just boxing in general? On this, they've had an agenda against me and talk sports part of that agenda against me. This is AJ on that subject. When, like, everyone's favourite at mm-hmm. TalkSport thought 
Otto Wallinan went 12 rounds no one, and bust his eye open. No one complained. Mm-hmm. Andy Joshua goes 12 rounds with Jermaine Franklin. It's like, what's happened to the heavyweight division? Why, why is that? What is the problem with me going 12 rounds? Does, does it annoy you that people say, well, Andy Joshua, the fire, the fire seems to have left him. The, the fight seems to have left no, him. It just makes me curious as to why. That's mm. why I ask you the question. Mm. Why do you think that is? Where well, one does it versus another but you can clearly see that there's two different comparisons so it's just it's what it is but let's let's be clear on what it is as well there is let's call it an attack on my name especially on this talks for radio station yeah there is definitely an attack on on my name but it's fine it's fine you know in this industry you have to have a thick skin but it's good to talk about it like that was just one example of many i could point out um on how there's like parallel comparisons but one gets dug out a lot more. Mm. So Anthony Joshua believes there's an agenda against him and there's an agenda here at TalkSport against him. I mean, Eddie, is your a fighter. He shouldn't believe that because there isn't an agenda. Mm, yeah, I don't know agenda. I, I think that he definitely gets treated with different energy from, from some of the media. Um, well, but, talk sport specifically. Are you going to let me talk? I'm just saying talk sport yeah. specifically. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. I think that... <laughs> Ultimately, when you are the size of AJ and one of the biggest stars in British sport, you are going to be a topic of conversation. And once that conversation unfolds, you're going to get people talking positively and negatively. So that sometimes, I think the main thing is, is I don't think, you know, his counterpart, which is Tyson Fury. I mean, when we go back to the Alexander Usyk situation, we all know that, and I know specifically because I worked with him for five or six fights, the easiest person to do a deal with in the heavyweight division is Alexander Usyk, okay? And the fight with Tyson Fury against Alexander Usyk was so simple to make. And ultimately, Fury chose not to take that fight. I believe... But how do you that- know that, Eddie? That's not a fight... Not a fight negotiation that you're privy to. If someone said that well, to I'm you, I'm sure about, you were. I bet you were in a room. Weren't you? If somebody says, if somebody, if somebody you said negotiated to you, the deal. If somebody said to you that they that the fights that you do were easy to negotiate, you the first repost you'd have is, how do you know you're not in the room? Now, this observation about Anthony Joshua being treated in a different way to Tyson Fury. I don't know about you guys, but for, the, for some of you guys that have so much to say for yourself, you have the thinnest skins. I don't. No, I mean, no, I'm, no, not, you, I'm you, not seeing you. You were also after, you, you, you had I a conversation with Spencer time, Oliver. Time. Like, can I finish? Mm, go on. Thank you. <laughs> you, you. You said to Spencer Oliver that he's one of the few people that have got the back of Matchroom and Anthony Joshua in the conversation. Well, the, no, you did Anthony Joshua. Right, oh, Anthony yeah, Joshua, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm trying to be balanced in the view. I look at Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury in the same respect, right? I hate the Ungarno fight. I think he stunk the place out against Otto Wallum. I think that the Derek Chisora fight was an absolute pup. All right? And I think he says far too much in the media and doesn't back it up. I think he makes bets with people he doesn't pay up on. I think it's poor. And on the other side of the argument, I think Anthony Joshua has done things that I've disagreed with on that principle. So I think the bulk of people, certainly in this building, look at it from that point of view and go, criticism where criticism's due, praise where praise is due. But you guys running around spinning this yarn about the fact that there is an unconscious bias or a conscious bias no, towards diminishing Anthony Joshua is preposterous. I don't think you do that, Eddie. We've certainly heard from AJ there. May I say, Eddie, this man to my right here, Sure, Fury gave us a decent interview before the fight against White up at Wembley. And of course, it was all pals. But you have weighed in on Fury 
for some of the ridiculous things he said. And Furious come after not only Simon, but me, fairly publicly, and we go with it because it's it's part of the territory, Eddie. And and it seems to to me that AJ, who I admire a lot, seems very thin-skinned on this one. Two different things. But you don't don't let the facts get in the way. You you just go with what you feel. But the energy's different, Simon. No, it's not. How do you mean the energy's different? I I think when we're debating this now and you're talking about Tyson Fury and you talk about all the things that he did, I don't see you spit it with any venom or any passion. So, not really. So, so when I, so when I, I wrote, think, I think Eddie, it's not... When I wrote, when I wrote an time? article in a no. newspaper no. and turn around and say, no. he's a disgrace to boxing, you don't think but that's I spitting facts. When my name gets mentioned or something, I see the blood pressure rise. I see the venom. I don't know what it is. When your name gets mentioned. Should I tell you the only thing that you and I have ever disagreed upon? The only thing is the way... That you handled Conor Ben. Yeah, we, we get I, that. I, I have spoken about you and to you about the nature of the things that you do. I've I've also been clearly understanding of the way that you pay your fighters and the fact that you deal with them in a certain way. So I have been as complimentary about you as I have been derogatory. And the only issue mm. is when you sit across the table from me and you bit about things like you did last time, and what you do is you go, I tell you what, but, I'll so do. you're doing it again. Did you wash your language? But, but, yeah, right. but you do it. Now I, you've lost your temper again. I'm not, I'm not you're getting silly. No, I'm not being silly. No, because you're going all flustered again. You're not in a position of authority, so don't try and well, try and diminish you? me. But, but, then, not. but what you do is, what you do but is, you go back and say, oh, well, I did. You haven't done that. So what are you talking about? Eddie, you're making an observation that I have a different attitude towards you than I do towards, say, Frank Warren or I Ben Shalom. I think that's 100% correct. And I have a different attitude towards you on the basis of correct. one subject matter. One mm, subject matter. No. I think, I think your behaviour over the Conor Ben situation was a disgrace. Well, okay. And I think that under under the board's regulations, I think you should be brought up in front of them and serve well, with a dispute but that, notice. that's your dream. Because that's not going to happen. It's not a dream. But, but it is. I think but, the sport is bigger than energy. you. Look at the energy. And if Frank, of all the things that have Frank happened... Warren had done energy's not a bad thing, Eddie. Energy's not a bad thing. But it is. But it's focus, Eddie. It's not. It's because focus. you can see, you don't have the same energy on anything be, else. But don't be silly. Because you've got this I just really like little something I just, in I your just eye. Sat I just sat on a show. I just sat on a show. I just sat on a show with Frank Warren four weeks ago and said to him, you're a disgrace for this Ngannou fight. It's a disgrace. And you'll see a podcast that comes out on Thursday where I spend 20 minutes of that show going to him. I'm not having this, Frank. What you're doing with this fight is not to do with the boxing world, it's to do with money, and you're not going to get away without saying it, right? So when you turn around and try to diminish the argument by, re- by reducing the facts and reducing it to a conversation which is based upon personalities rather than the facts, I have no motivation besides thinking that your behaviour over Conor Bim and the way that you represented that fight and what you let that kid go through was nothing more than Obviously. a disgrace. I'm going I'm to let you, Eddie, I'm well, going to let you come back yeah. on that. The in other side of this break, Eddie, in the way Eddie, that you represented you need to give me time here. Both of you need to give me yeah, time here. Eddie, I'm going to let you come back in that. Eddie, I'm going to let you come back in that, but not now. We're going to take another break. One thing I do need to say, apologies to anybody who has picked up on any language that you've found this morning. But Eddie, I'll let you pick up on that, that Conor Ben situation, the other side of this break. Wowzer. Are you sure you're 100%, Simon? Yeah, it certainly sounds like it this morning. He's back and he's firing in all cylinders. Alongside, pushes up, apparently. Alongside, uh, alongside Simon Jordan, of course, is Eddie Hearn. The two of them have locked horns in the past and they're doing it once again this morning. And this all comes on the back, of course, of uh, Dillian White showing adverse analytical findings uh, prior to the fight that was going to happen this Saturday with AJ at the O2 here in London. He's been pulled and in comes Robert Hellenius. And then we'll see what happens at the O2. But we've gone back a bit in time as well, because these two have a habit 
of arguing, picking each other up on uh, aspects of what has happened regards other fights and controversies regarding other fights, such as Conor Ben at one stage being pulled from fighting Eubank Jr. The fight did not go ahead. Just to be just to be clear on that, at the end of July, UCAD announced that they have lifted Conor Ben's provisional suspension for a failed drugs test last year after he was cleared by the independent national anti-doping panel. So Conor Ben says he's free to fight in the UK again. And Eddie, before you go today, you might be able to tell us when that will be. But here's the thing. Um, Simon... Was he cleared, Eddie? Do you think he was cleared? His suspension was lifted and he's But do you think he was cleared because you said he was? Yes, I believe he Cleared is. on what I basis? Mean, jurisdiction on, or, no, or no. the fact that on, he's accounted on, for the... For on the, the basis... Because you believe it's strict liability, yes? Yeah, on the basis Which he hasn't faced. Hold on, hold on. Right, hang on. Hold on. If you are not found guilty, if yeah. your suspension is lifted, if you are cleared to fight by UCAD, which you are, which he is, that cannot be disputed. But who has the, over, who has the overriding control over this process? UCAD. British Boxing Board of no, Control. No, no, read the rules. British Boxing Board of Control... British bo- hold on, hold on, hold on. British Boxing Border Control follow UCAD's procedures. Now, hold on. Let they me follow, and they can and no, they no. can also follow any other recognised laboratory, right? And UCAD have been excluded on the back of the WBC Clean Boxing Program. Has it been by, okay. has, has his B samples been submitted? Yes, that they that, 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 that process. Right. This this has all been submitted in. So, 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 so Ben, do you consider him to be cleared? He has been his suspension. But do you consider him to be cleared? Yes, he is cleared. So he's so given the fact you believe in strict liability, and he hasn't gone through strict liability. So now you're contradicting your argument. Simon, I'm not. I'm just saying, you asked him to go through a process. No, 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 no. Let no, me finish. No, we didn't. Nobody no, did. Everybody no, did. Nobody did. No, hold on. They when said, he, as when a licence holder, listen, he must face the ball, okay. didn't they? Every, everybody said, everybody said, okay, he's gone through the as WBC. As a licence holder, yeah, he, he should. It's, yes. it's like, there's no point even talking. You're not going to let me speak. Okay. Okay, he went through the WBC process. We know he was reinstated into the rankings, okay? You say... He was cleared on it or whatever he was. But I'm then, asking you. Oh, yes, no, he, he was. Then everyone said he has to go through the board's rules and regulations. And we said we want Connor Ben to be licensed by the British Boxing yeah. Board of Control. Let me, let me just finish, mm-hmm. okay? So then he made the decision to go through. UCAD In March. suspended yeah. him, yeah. okay? Connor Ben made the decision to fight it, to go through the situation, mm. to go through the hearing, and to do what everybody was asking him to do. What? He went through that process. His suspension was lifted. Correct. And they did not ban him or suspend him. And in that respect, he is clear to fight by the UK. S- Eddie, Simon's point is this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Simon. Yeah. You talked, Eddie, about giving Connor Ben great support when this whole thing blew up in his face and the boy was shattered, mm. as Dillian White is shattered. But Simon's allegation, and again, correct me, Simon, if I'm out of line here, is that you didn't really come up to the the proper level of support you purported right. to give Ben wasn't evident. Had it been so, you would have steered him away well, from some but, of the things it, that he did and he said. It's slightly okay. more yeah, succinct but, but than I would that. say this, Jim, in answer to your question. I'm not Connor Ben's manager, Okay. He did a lot of things off his own back. He was extremely emotional. I never gave him advice on PR because he had his own PR ideas. I never gave him legal advice because he had his own lawyers. But what I did was publicly, which by the way... Support him. By the way, I mean, I've had, you know, I'm not bothered. I've had a year of stick on it where I could have said, mate, you're on your own. You've got to go through this process. Every day publicly, I've backed... Shall I tell you you why in part you got stick, Eddie? One second. Because 
I believed the kid. And I wasn't prepared to and hang that, him out that, to dry. And that's fine. And let's, okay. let's take that point at face value. You then spent time <clears throat> running around calling the British Boxing Border Control liars. <clears throat> you ran around spent, spending time spending, telling everyone had an agenda. You then spent time trying to make fights with a fighter that's in bad standing against fighters that are in good standing and creating that culture of a scenario where people are looking at your behaviour. What's happened with Conor Ben is... Metaphorically speaking, what Morgan has done for Conor Ben is similar to what Johnny Cochran did for O.J. Simpson. He got him off on a technicality. He hasn't been exonerated, and I want him to be exonerated. I well, want I'm him sorry. to take. Oh, hang on, let me finish. I want, I want, I want the guys that came in the studio last time round with this clinical evidence that proves clinically that Conor Ben couldn't have taken these these this this um, drug into his system through drug can only have come in through a food chain. I want that argument to be run. That argument hasn't been run. The only argument that's been run, and, the, and it was run by it was run by his lawyers and UCAD's lawyers and the board's lawyers sat there as mutes, was the argument around jurisdiction. That is he he won not, the case that is not clearing himself, not and that is not following your logic of believing in strict liability. No, but now talking about drug testing, Eddie, mm. what, what's this situation going on with this drug-free sport? Where there's this, there's this conversation going on, and I hear that you are involved with drug-free sports and that matchroom fighters are going to be tested by drug-free sports and the results are going to be provided to matchroom and matchroom are going to be the adjudicator of those absolute, absolute rubbish absolute rubbish drug-free sport is a credible testing agency is there any is there any truth in the allegation that your fighters are being tested by them and that the results come back to you and that you are the adjudicator of Ab the positive tests. Absolute. Categorically. Absolute rubbish. Have there been any fights where this has happened so but far? Drug-free testing have tested our athletes before. Right. Absolutely. Recently? And, uh, not, I think, in the last, I don't know, three, six months. But we do use drug-free sport, yeah. as do the NBA, I think the NFL or NHL, wherever it is. Nothing wrong with them. No. But the fact that you no. as matchroom Absolutely. get no, those so just, 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 just to put denial. your mind at rest, <clears throat> right. Simon, before Good anyone right. thinks that that might be yeah, factual. Yeah, you've denied it. Absolutely. We would never Eddie, here's the deal. I would like to when does he fight again? And where does he fight again? Well, the process now is, is and just going back to Simon's point about me trying to make fights, when the WBC reinstated him in the rankings and we went through that process, yes, we were looking at his options to fight again. We got a lot of heat for him to go through the British Boxing Board of Control and UCAD. He did that. We know what happens. I want him to 100% and he wants to as well be licensed by the British Boxing Board of Control. I do not believe, and again, when we talk about difference in energy, I do not believe that any fighter from Britain who fights in Britain, yeah. or even fights anywhere in the world, yeah. should not be licensed by the British Boxing Good. Board of Control. Okay? Right. Yeah. So, yes. when, so when Connor Ben, so when Connor turned around and refused to, to face the British Boxing mm -hmm. Board of Control and told him to do one, yeah. right, he is in effect... The architect of his own downfall by that mm -hmm. kind of conduct. I think it was a bad right? decision. And so, when we're in a situation now, do you accept that the British Boxing Board of Control have the ability to be able to intercede in this situation because ultimately they have jurisdiction over whether Conor Ben can be licensed again, and the consequences of Conor Ben potentially not being licensed because, in fact, he hasn't gone through strict liability; he's only gone through a process where the WBC gave him a defence, mm -hmm. right? And, and UCAD. 
and, no, lifted his suspension. And, and UCAD, yeah. because of a technicality over jurisdiction, lifted his defence, which you, you said they didn't do. Well, right. they, they, no, there's been no medical evidence, Eddie. You but, know well, it and again, I know it. And it will come out clear and it will okay. be seen in yeah. clear time, right? So we haven't gone through the process. You, as a strict liability exponent, are suggesting that he's, he's passed tests, he's now gone past it, he's been cleared because he went through a situation where there was no strict liability. And now we've got a situation where the British Boxing Board of Control potentially have the gift to appeal. Do you expect them to appeal? Mm, nothing would surprise me. I, no, but, I, I don't think... I mean, But given the, their the, rule, given the, their rule, yeah, the, given their rule, and they are the sanctioning board, they are the, they are the people that licensed the fighter, and he was a licensed fighter at that time, so irrespective of whether he tore his licence up because he didn't want to deal with it, for whatever reason, and he was going to get fined for some behaviour, irrespective of what the background is, he has to be licensed by them to fight on these shores. And correct. anyone that fights him, whether it's a trainer or a promoter that promotes him, who is a licence holder, is caught by the same obligation. Right, and that's so what if, you're striving so to do. Board yeah. control, to get oh, oh absolutely. No, well, we want to go through the process. Because you he, want him to fight in the UK. Yeah. But, has, like, yeah, but what but process do you want him to go through? The pro, with the British Boxing Board of Control now. Right, so, so, you, do, so you do think they'll appeal? Uh, no, I, I, I actually don't think they'll appeal. So you don't want him to go through a process then? No, 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 but the process of applying for a licence. This is right. where you're, right. you know, you're, it's all over the place. Okay. He's Stop. gone through the UCAD process, okay? Suspension lifted, not banned, not suspended, clear to fight. Now... But the UCAD what, process is strict liability, isn't it? Simon. He's gone through but is that. The, but Eddie, there was is, a the, is the UCAD process strict liability? No, he's gone through. Eddie... It's a simple question. No, but is the UK process strict liability? I, I, all I'm telling you is he's been asked to go through a process. On jurisdiction. Did, suspension. Not strict liability. He's, he's not suspended. He's not banned. He's not. I don't, I don't know what else you, Eddie, know, you need to Eddie, know. I, I, need, I need to pin you down on this because you, you, don't and need I, to pin you, you and I both know that what you're suggesting is a misdirection. He hasn't been cleared. He has. He's been he, gone. He's, been, he's had a suspension lifted on yeah. the basis of a jurisdiction. Okay. He's not, not strict liability. He's, he's not been banned. You he's can't not can't been clear fired. him. He's not. Can they? But so all of a sudden, UK's parameters are if you go, if you're if you're on bail and you get and you get found not guilty and cleared, and and you're no longer, it's the same with him. He was suspended. For the Lehman, has he got a bit to do yet, Eddie? Yes, before he, he can has fight to apply again. for a British Boxing Board of Control. Well, there we go. And that's what we want to do. And, and if he it's gets been, that license, he can fight in the UK. Absolutely. That's what he hasn't. He's not run from this situation. He in. I think immediately after, I think he made some bad decisions, mm -hmm. right? Right. And after he calmed down, and I was one of the people that said, you have to go through this process. We want you to fight in Britain, and I would never let a fighter fight in Britain. Conor Benny's already licensed. I'm not going into the details. He's already licensed, okay? Born in America. He can, if he wants, apply... Like Tyson Fury. But he cannot fight me, me. a British Boxing yeah. Border Controlled licensed no, fighter, can he? If you, if you hear what I'm just about to say... Then you will you see that it's irrelevant. As an Amer as a someone with a license already, right? He can apply for permission to box in the UK. Mm -hmm. Okay, like Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury has a Nevada boxing license. Mm -hmm. When he fights in the UK, he asks for permission to box. Okay, that's a, an example, and quite a mm -hmm. few fighters have actually yep. got that situation. Yep. I don't want Connor to do that. I want him to have a British Boxing Border Control license. Right. It's been a year and a half since he's So he can he's fight other right. licensed British Boxing Border yeah, Control but, fighters, but right? If he has and put, so you can promote him but he and so that people can train him and people can spar with him, yes? Yeah. Connor Ben's one, not one fighting on Saturday night. You don't either. have to have a British Boxing Board of Control license to be allowed to fight a British fighter. If you're in good standing. Yes, exactly. Okay. No, no, standing, you, you need permission to box. He's I'm not saying, in good standing. We would still go through that. We would still go through that procedure, as do a lot of other fighters. What I'm saying is, I don't want him to be an internationally licensed fighter. I want him to have a British Boxing Board of Control license. Do you think, Eddie, Let do you think, Eddie, <laughs> that during the course of the last 12 months, given the fact, it's undeniable, Eddie, that you 
that you took 30, 32 hours, 25 hours, 26 hours, 36 hours... About, about to, 24 to, hours. To, 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 ...to follow the direct instructions from the British Boxing Border Control to suspend this fight. Your fight partner turned around and said you considered other options. You said that's not the case, but he said you did, right? He's either stupid or that speaks for himself and doesn't speak for you. You then spent the last 12 months telling the British Boxing Border Control, the governing body, that at times they're liars and they're incompetent and don't do their jobs very well. You then spent time trying to solicit and elicit fights... For Conor Ben no, no, and not, people not, like Christian Ben Jr. No, not no, you did. No, 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 no. You did. No, but you, you Simon, about Simon, it. You, you're wrong you again, and you make yourself okay. sound silly. Right. If you're licensed, it's not an illicit fight. You don't have to fight a British fighter. That's up to them. No, you tried to make Eubank. No, no. You tried to make. Hang on, yes, Eddie. Because... You tried to make Eubank Ben yeah. in Saudi, yeah. and you knew that if Eubank went to Saudi, the British Boxing Border Control stepped up and said, "If he goes to Saudi, we're going to take his license away." So by making that fight suggestion, that was actually by some making, time by making that fight suggestion, you put Eubank Juniors. Professional. I don't represent Eubank Jr. No, but you, you put him, They were on to us you, to make that no, fight. You put him what in do you position. think? We're a begging but you're, but you're, He's going to make five million for that fight. you're a blue chip promoter, aren't you? Yeah, but you should be operating in that team, way, should you? Say, we I don't want think you two should go on holiday ben. together. You shouldn't be operating we that way. Let me jump in here. You shouldn't be operating that way. Eddie, we're going to finish with this. What can we expect on Saturday night? No delay and white. I will say one thing In comes Hellenius. I will say one thing about the Conor Ben situation. Tell me. Right? It was up, which was been over a year ago. No one's bothered about breaks, news We made. I made mistakes. Okay, and I definitely didn't handle it perfectly. And I think, in, especially in that first, because you know, I've said that ten minutes ago. I've said ago. it before. You know, I've said that before that we've made mistakes in that process. I think in the first, that first twenty-four, thirty-six hours, whatever you want to call it, I definitely lost a rag, had too much ego, and I can understand. And, and 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 actually, whether you agree or not, I think you're the type of person that likes to get front foot. I think you might have done something similarly, whether you claim you you wouldn't have, and we made mistakes, but. That was a year ago. We've definitely learned. We definitely handled this situation much better. I don't know how much longer we're going to talk but about you're spinning what yarns, Eddie, Because no, no, the, no. The, the, reason, the reasons why I say that it's only relevant now is because you're still spinning the yarn a week ago about Conor Ben. So that's the reason why it's spinning the yarn. I right. went through the process you asked him for. suspension was lifted. On Saturday night, you are going to see, subject to the opinion of TalkSport, one of the greatest heavyweights of our modern generation. And when you look at the CV of Anthony Joshua, this is one thing that I think he doesn't get the credit for, okay? In his 15th fight, he boxed Dillian White. And in his 16th fight, when he was a complete rookie, boxed Charles Martin, who, by the way, put up a good performance the other night, and everyone said that that was a really tough fight for Jared mm. Anderson. Apparently, when AJ mm. beat him, when he was completely inexperienced, and he was 31-0 with 29 knockouts, he was just a bum. All of a sudden, he's a much better fighter now. AJ knocks him out. He fights Brazil. He fights Molina. He fights Klitschko as a pure rookie in front of 90,000. Beats him. Then he fights Takam. Then he unifies against Parker. Then he fights Povetkin. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me absolutely. And, and, and I'm and having my opinion right now. So you be quiet. It doesn't mean it's a then bias, he fights one of the most dangerous heavyweights against Povetkin. He actually had glandular fever at the off. time. Then he fights what? You, what this got you, flattened by Dillian White. Mate, that was about four years Guys, later. No, it wasn't. Let's agree to disagree. I can tell you this, Eddie. Two bits of information for you. One. This show will be coming live from the weigh-in on Friday morning. Good. Number we'll two, he ain't be there. He's oh, not oh, going to be there. It's myself and a whole bunch of talks. One thing people I will tell who you. have no agenda against Anthony Joshua. Final point, then that's Final it. point is on Saturday. Listen, we had another kick in the nuts. We sit here today on Tuesday, ready to go. Big heavyweight night at the O2 on Saturday. I'm telling you now, AJ, more and more. And I'll tell you something as well. <laughs> I'm going to read you a text quickly, okay? This is not a curveball, don't worry. But this is from Anthony Joshua, 
I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. When I found out the news, which was, as we've now established, on the early hours of Saturday morning, <laughs> yeah, I comment, didn't want yeah. to tell Anthony Joshua because it was one o'clock in the morning. And I, just in case he was up, I didn't yeah. want him to not sleep that Take night. Take your time, Eddie. Crack on. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jim. And he replied and he said, this is, he sent it at 8.19 on Sunday morning. Sorry, Saturday morning when he Easy woke up. Easy to lose track of time, yeah, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he said this, great morning. I can only imagine the time and effort you and your team have put into organising a fight night. Just to say sorry about the news. Thank you for all that you and Matrim do for me. It's appreciated and I'll never take it for granted. And what's the point of this text message? Self-aggrandizing. No, the point is, yeah. and I will say this now. Tell me. The world is full of jealous people, right? Do you think that? I do. And I'll tell you one thing now. This man who changed his life through the sport of boxing... He's to be admired. Can I just finish? He's to Let be me admired, do my spiel. And then yeah, but you're taking comment. too long. Okay, but I'm building up, Simon, to the it's big a Build moment. up and then finish okay. it. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. This young man who was going down the wrong path, got arrested, found boxing, it changed his life at Finchley ABC. What are you, Eamon Andrews now? Are you going to let me finish? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's that much. You, you, you're losing Get the plot. Respect this young man. He is. He is respected. Let me finish. He is respected. Let me finish then. Go on. Final he sentence. He is one of the most purest souls. And in this country, what we love to do... Is knock them down. Is knock them down okay. when they get to the top. Eddie, I got I'm the point. Jim. Ten seconds. This guy has dedicated his life to the sport. One of the most purest souls. One of the most nicest men I have ever is met. Is he beyond criticism? No. And that's okay. You go, but when you come from a world where you weren't built for the world that he ended up in, when you're not built, you're, right. you're, you're a young kid he and he cannot walk he Eddie, I want to say around. two things. He lives in a bubble. Two things Don't worry from about me. the bank balance. I want you to do. thank Don't, you very you know, much. You do. And you I want to thank you very much, Eddie. My bank balance is buzzing. Yours ain't, but I want to thank Simon. How would you know? I want to thank you for being here again today, Eddie. No problem. And I appreciate it. Can you we come have a in sincerely? Uh, please do. Um, yes. yeah, you, you do and a final point from me. And I mean this. I can confirm absolutely there is no agenda in talk sport against Anthony Joshua. Believe it or believe it not. But there was an agenda. But I'm telling Fibs. you, there is no agenda. Eddie, thanks it's for joining us. A bit later than normal. But let's call it the 12 News. 100% engagement. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.